0: Hello and welcome to Adulting on Purpose. Here is a quick recap of last week's conversation. The conversation for me is about identity. So at least now today we have two people. So please tell us Mm -hmm. a little bit about what you know, Mm -hmm. when what happens to an intersex person as they grow up and the challenges that they face as adolescents.
1: At adolescence, I think that is one of the most uncomfortable time for an intersex person. Mm -hmm. Because one, you have some sort of conflict between you and the society Mm -hmm. and you also have that internal conflict of Mm. who are you. Mm. And and it is through that internal conflict that gives you, uh, you know, that strength to now face the conflict in the society. Mm. And for the intersex people, especially, uh, for example, myself, it's, damned challenging mm. because you see for example other than what we see on who you are there are roles that we need to subscribe mm. or you need as an individual to subscribe so for example for me my grandmother always expected me to carry water mm. using my bag because she was like you know what we there i am raising you to be a good wife a good oh, and, and 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 the idea of you must do like other girls in the village. Mm. And there was a lot of discomfort for mm. me. And you see, as you said, it's nature taking it cause. Mm. Everything went haywire.
2: Yeah.
1: And the weirdest part of it is that my grandmother always said, you know what, whatever was between your legs without, as you grew, it, disappear, it disappears. <laughs> I have always thought maybe that was a defensive but, mechanism yeah. <laughs> and wanting to raise me. But anyway... For mm-hmm. me to be raised, I can tell you, I was a, I pierced a lot of holes in my ears mm. because I wanted to have earrings and, you know, there's <laughs> so to much pressure to like look a, like, like a girl. I used to prate hair. Mm. I'm telling you, it was totally, totally difficult for me. <laughs> and I was the only girl in the whole village who was riding a bicycle. So the people are like, who is this person?
0: Yeah. So, so confused. Crazy it's crazy girl. so when you say things went haywire mm-hmm. so you you've you've grown up ume, ume zaliwa, they've decided this is now Mary way. There are uh, mm-hmm. whatever is going on is none of our business we will yeah. go and tell society that this is a girl mm-hmm. and then now they raise you as a girl mm-hmm. but then adolescence comes mm-hmm. and the girls are developing boobs mm-hmm. you you're not getting boobs oh, yeah. they are getting caviar. and curvier mm-hmm. you your chest yeah. is broadening so, so those, mm-hmm. are, those are those became now the challenges exactly. so now mm-hmm. it is no longer up to them to tell you just to wear a dress mm-hmm. and exactly. so please tell me a little <laughs> bit about how that was for you
1: in primary school teachers would always say i doubt whether you are a girl but you (laughs) sit in the village and everybody's like yeah okay there are girls who are feminine i mean who are masculine and therefore it's an issue Mm. but when i go to boarding school it was a girl's boarding school Mm. out of 600 i was the most flat-chested girl (laughs) and every person was like why is your voice so deep? Either there is there's something wrong with you. But you see, now they didn't have the courage, like, um, yeah, to, to see ask or you. <laughs> exactly. And for me, I also developed. I mean, when I went to that school, I realized mm-hmm. something was very wrong with me. Yeah. And the first day, I woke up at three uh, a.m. Took shower. Then from there, when everybody woke up, you know, it's a girl school, Kilamutu. Yeah. Everybody removed their clothes and the, I said, what, what they <laughs> 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 looks. So, I mean. You know, I already had seen yeah. myself and yes. then I, here they are, no, ladies, are exactly. Women. I'm like, this I'm,
0: how exactly, like this is you not know how,
1: is everything right? I mean, I can tell you from that day, henceforth, Yeah. for the four years that I
0: was Very in that nice school, school,
1: nobody ever saw Midway there taking shower.
0: Oh my, like, can Whoa. you, Abu, Im-
1: that's... That's mad.
2: You you have to take your precautions. Mm-hmm. Normally, I take precautions when I'm shy. <laughs> yeah. I just don't like people seeing me naked. Wait, did you if... go
0: to bod- in boarding in high school? So I've been in school.
2: boarding school since class three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, me, I, I think my parents didn't want me at at home. <laughs> but, yeah, I can I can understand. And I was in trouble. I some. I uh, no. <laughs> no, I'm I'm kidding. It's uh it's because of uh so the. The setup of my dad's and, and mom's jobs were really, really difficult. Mm-hmm. Every week they were somewhere else. That's a nice thing. But if you're not being around your family more, mm-hmm. it becomes such a terrible experience, especially when you're trying to discover yourself as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was sent to boarding school in class three and I did not have the proper training or preparation to tell me that, yo, these are the girls washrooms, these are the boys washrooms. Because where I come from, my cousin used to bathe all of us together. It did not matter. <laughs> you have a vagina, you have a penis, Eh, ingia in a bathtub. It's in bathtub. And so, I, I didn't know the lines to respect when it came mm-hmm. to uh, especially like your situation now, yeah. Mary James, where you had to um, <laughs> to hide yourself when yeah. when when showering. Mm-hmm. I only knew about that when I got into high school, and I mm-hmm. found boys just walking naked, swinging their muhokos mm-hmm. everywhere. I'm like, ah, <laughs> so I can do this as well. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah,
0: and then when you saw the boys um now being free with their sexuality, like mm-hmm. there's nothing for me to hide here. Right. So you can imagine the difference in that situation. Mm-hmm. So now, Mary James, mm-hmm. This, mm-hmm. Is definite, this is definitely not it. Yep. So now, at that point, did you when did you start to make the decision that I have to I have to decide who I am and Mm -hmm. I have to do this for myself. It it can no longer be a society's job.
1: I discovered myself, who I am Mm -hmm. while I was in form for second term because the student was so attracted to me Ooh. He used to send a lot of love letters Ooh, So i mean the school thought is trying to instigate lesbianism in this school we oh, cannot condone God. that because you see for me when i was getting this right i used to feel so nice mm. i mean i didn't know why yeah and, and therefore the school decided unanimously i mean we can't have a lesbian in school so they sent me away and it's through that now that i went to a doctor and tell, you know what you're in the wrong place. Mm-hmm. But you must finish school first. Yeah. So, and then from there, now I completed my high school. And I can tell you, the last day I finished my KCSE, mm-hmm. that was the last day I was cut. Yeah. I Oop. was feeling so <laughs> uncomfortable. I stopped rating myself with feminine thing after I completed high school. Uh-huh. But that also had a lot of challenges. Yeah. Trying to commit suicide three times. Yeah, And the last time, I was hanging a rope. On the roof, mm-hmm. and then I'd never understood why it was never successful. But you see, there are some facts. For example, mm-hmm. um, when you want to commit suicide through hanging, there's some biological processes to express. One is that when you're about to like die, I don't know how you boil and Anna's opens up and you like really all matter.
0: I didn't know that. Yes!
1: So I don't know, I was Almost to that stage. Then I hit the ground. It was so painful. Then I left the house and went to the toilet. So when I was coming from the toilet, I saw two guys laughing and passing. And then I realized, oh, shit, there is the society and there's the me. Whether Mm. I die, these people will continue with their life.
0: Mm. And
1: I am trying to kill myself because one, not that I really want to die, but Mm. because I want to end the pain of stigma and discrimination. Then I need to stop this. I need first to consider who I am For me or for the society to start, you know, realizing whoever you are, we want you, we Mm -hmm. accept you. And I realized, you see, the society will always condemn the weak. But anytime you stand up and you're strong, no matter whatever you represent, they start looking you from a different perspective. So for me, I was like, hell no. I will not kill myself again i need to get out there i'm an intersex i can do nothing about it you have to live with it if you don't want me i mean it's for you to accept and create a space for me because yeah. i ain't going anywhere
0: hey and thank god you you, you lived to tell the story because mm-hmm. now after that your entire life now becomes Um, activism. Because it became the story that you tell. Mm. And right now we have the Intersex Persons Society of Kenya which you're chair and CEO of and you've done a lot in terms of awareness. For the first time in Kenya, we did the the last census in Kenya, we we counted, we said male, female and intersex persons. The reason why Kenya is way ahead of the curve in Mm. Africa and in the world as well is because of the work that you have done. You largely, a big portion of it is you and all of the other people in the in the different organizations that also support the work that you do mm-hmm. to come out and say yeah. that hiya yeah, this is nature it's nature's way of doing things in the animal kingdom it's mm-hmm. accepted and mm-hmm. i think it was you who was yeah. telling me that we have yeah. animals in the yeah. animal kingdom which are who are genderless yeah for yeah.
1: example most of the um the crustaceans crustaceans uh-huh. yes mm-hmm. most of them um actually hermaphrodites yeah Uh, there are some fish that are hermaphrodites Mm -hmm. most snail and slugs are hermaphrodite and then come into the very famous things the hyenas and the rhinos yeah you cannot tell the sex of the baby until they are about to childbearing age what yes imagine so it's not like it's a human being thing only Even scientists can tell.
2: Or do you feel a sense that you have to explain yourself every single time to every single person?
1: Not really. But you see, at the end of the day, it depends on where you are. Because also, for your safety, sometimes you have to explain.
0: Now that speaks to why we Mm -hmm. talk about defining yourself becoming mm-hmm. an important conversation to have so that we stop this notion of people deciding that me in my world there is male and female so when I see something that does not conform to my reality I have to refuse it I have to deny it I have to make it uncomfortable because mm-hmm. that is basically what happens to an intersex person it is not just a gender identity crisis mm-hmm. the existential crisis happens to all of us we keep talking here on this podcast about how the education system in this country you go through it, and then you end up doing a degree that you're not the one who chose it society mm-hmm. you you're supposed to be a doctor or you you're supposed to be a lawyer mm-hmm. and I feel like Abumi and you have had this conversation a lot in other areas like now like what we say if you're in the creative space mm. and you're there and you're like okay so what is a creative supposed to look like hmm? mm. right. am I supposed to grow my dreadies can I can I be a creative in a suit mm. can I can I be a creative and a lawyer can I be a creative and a swimmer right. can mm. I be you know all of those things and I'd like for you to maybe tell us you, how do you Mm -hmm. What do, who, who are you when people ask you the question?
2: So I tend to say one word, I, I just say, I'm an artist. That's what I, I, I use most of the time. And then if they ask me to go into details, that's when I tell them, okay, so I act, I'm an actor. Mm-hmm. I direct, I'm a director. <laughs> I produce podcasts, I, I'm a producer of podcasts and, yeah. so, and so on and so forth. But it became such a huge task for me when I was setting up my professional profile. Right. It's a huge ask for someone to just keep reading all these things that you're doing and say, (laughs) okay, so I'm going to choose Abu the actor for this one. I didn't need you to send me all the resumes for everything that you do. Mm -hmm. It's so hard. But I tend to still send that document. Even when creating my website, I was wondering what should I put as the headline? Yeah. Which one is stronger than the other? It always pegs me to question myself on which skill is stronger than the other. Mm. And yet I can do all of them equally.
0: Yeah.
2: And with equal strength. Mm. So uh, for me, I do say I am an artist. But Mm. I find a community of people that give me jobs and then stick to them. Because I don't want to keep explaining to every single person this is what I do. Mm. The field that I've chosen. Yeah. Excuse me, has all these things uh, inclined into them. Yeah. So if you're into acting, you have to walk into set at some point, yeah. mm-hmm. and you have to see someone who does sound, someone who there are so many professions into one movie, mm-hmm. and in yeah. even a, a theatre play, there are so many professions coming together to produce or to tell a story. Mm-hmm. So that's what I try to make people realize. Yeah. So I don't like boxing myself because yeah. when you say in Kenya, especially in this industry, and you say I am just an actor, ah yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. <laughs> (laughs) You're going to be treated as just an An actor. actor and that's the worst place to be in
0: it looks like we're in a society that expects us to show up as just one thing mm-hmm. and we are just now realizing that there's a fundamental problem with that. Do you remember at a time when to communicate to someone who's in the States, mm-hmm. Ni muandike mungo jane, kabla, you influence each other's minds it takes a very long time. Now we're in that place where all of us can connect with each other at any given time whenever you want. So there's also more opportunity for you to become more. Mm-hmm. Right. While mm-hmm. previously I, if I got to university the only way for me to go to university was to go into a brick and mortar school. Mm-hmm. Right now even while in university pursuing one degree I'll go to skillshare and decide I'm going to build skill and say sound. Mm-hmm. I am going to go to Coursera and maybe take a course and become a digital um, marketer or mm-hmm. digital communications and do all of these things. So that right now the world as it is you, you are allowed to become more. Mm-hmm. And yet And yet we still find people asking those limiting questions, demanding that you limit yourself to something. So Mm. the
2: weirdest thing that happened to me was that I went to schools that did in my whole entire primary section. I went to schools that did arts and craft, and they Mm. took it seriously. Uh, So sports, tennis, basketball and all that. And then arts and craft. Those were the main things in that school. And then I graduate from class eight and every single person says, yo, you need to be a doctor. I'm like, I've done arts. Seriously, I've taken arts for eight or eleven years now. Mm-hmm. And right now my mind is fixed on being an mm-hmm. artist. Yeah. And I graduate from four. So the entire high school experience, I as soon as I said that, they were they didn't take me to uh, schools that did arts. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, you're killing my dream because this is what I've experienced yeah. since childhood, since kindergarten. Yeah. So now, you're taking me to a place where it's focused on sciences, nini. I'm not bad at it, but I just want to do arts now. I want to focus on that. I finished from four and I'm like, yo, I want to be an artist. Where? The type of Mm -hmm. bombing that came upon my head. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Ili Every single person told me, you can't be an artist. There's no way you can be an artist. I'm like, you took me to a school for 11 years that did arts and craft. (laughs) (laughs) Right now, if I say I want to focus on that, since I have more experience in it, I've been immersed in it, fully Mm. immersed in it. Why are you shaming me for it yeah so I ended up doing a lot of courses I did uh peace and conflict management mm. I did uh international relations I switched to piloting that was everyone's dream yeah. uh when we were growing up piloting mm. and since I made the grades I was like you know what since you want me to do something and this is something that is prestigious I, I will go and do piloting yeah. And people didn't think about the fact that piloting had so much demands on your financial stability. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. So here I am. Uh, There are three licenses in piloting. Mm -hmm. The private pilot uh, license, the commercial pilot license, and then the other ones Mm -hmm. for mechanics. And so here I am uh, a day to the exam for me to get my, uh, my private pilot license. But no one has the money to fund it. Because everything has been used up in the mm. ground school, in the mm. one-hour classes that cost 15500 per hour. Yeah. And you can't even finish an hour. You're 40 minutes up in the air and you're, you've landed. Yeah. And your 15500 is gone just like that. And so here I am, I'm trying to do the exam, but no one has the money. And I can't explain to anyone that, yo, I really need this one to yeah. proceed to the next uh, level where I can actually have a chance to get a job. Yeah. I can't get a job with this private pilot license. There's yeah. no one I can carry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's the confusion that came about. But I feel like I wasted so much time. I feel like I wasted almost eight to seven years trying to figure out, do I really become an artist? Because if I choose that route, I'm mm. going to be a rebel. Yeah. To my family and friends mm-hmm. and people who contributed to my fees as well. Mm-hmm. So here I am as an artist. I'm making something out of my 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 skills and life. Mm-hmm but it still doesn't count for anything. Yeah. So my question is, sorry, yeah. <laughs> do my take. Okay. does your state mm-hmm. inform your purpose early on in your life? Because I know a couple of guys who share the same experience as you do. Yeah. And they seem to have had their purpose well set out from the very beginning. As soon as they have their cognitive Mm -hmm. uh, processed out, Mm -hmm. uh, as soon as they get in touch with their conscience, it's, Mm -hmm. yo, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to be an advocate for uh, Mm -hmm. people like me. So does that inform, had it informed your purpose early on?
1: Not really. You know, I grew up in a village and a society, no matter who you are. It's the society or that jurisdiction that you live that determines who you are. No matter your dreams, no matter who you want to be, it still goes back to that village. So for me, being an activist, that was not even my thing. It's Mm. just that I realized there's a huge gap and I want people to understand what this is. So when puberty kicked in, Mm. I started going on the other side, other than the expectations, Mm. that my mother couldn't handle. So she went to depression, acute depression, until she lost her memory. So for me, it was, I don't need other parents to go through what my mother has gone through. And, and, and I try as much as possible to take away that notion of, um, you know, it's not what is between my legs that should determine who I am. I mean, I'm a human being and whatever is between my ears, that's the most important thing for the society. So for me, I really don't think I really had that purpose of being an activist, but it is on a need driven base.
0: From what I'm hearing, there are particular reasons why the society or the environment that you're in is mm. forcing a certain mm. identity on you. Because for mm. like for Abu's story, mm. you, like you're saying, people who are pushing you towards piloting because it's prestigious mm. and they have perceived you're like a bright kid. You're the one, you're the one to bring back there the bag and the prestige to the family because that for them is important Mm -hmm. and then now for you it's Mm -hmm. a society that wants you to be either male or female Mm -hmm. because then that is comfortable Mm -hmm. so we have a society that has all of these reasons for Mm -hmm. wanting people to fit into those neat little boxes like we also have to stop boxing people in and saying just because you're a doctor you Mm -hmm. cannot be a dancer it needs to become the norm that the world is dynamic and we are going Mm -hmm. to be as different as they come Mm -hmm. And so that brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you so much, good humans, for hanging out with us. If anyone, and I know there are very many people who need to listen and hear this conversation of everything we've talked about here, please remember to share it with them. Let's continue this conversation on the socials at jambi.s.ke or across all platforms.
2: Uh, Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us on this. uh, (laughs) Bella, ciao!